everyone, and welcome to Horror Cafe, serving up a cup of horror one episode at a time. I'm Erica. And I'm Jackie. This month, we're taking a September road trip straight into hell. And this is episode 16, and we're talking about the infamous, the one and only, well, maybe not the one and only, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So what's in that uh, Starbucks cup of yours today? Oh, today I'm having a Starbucks Cafe Misto. Never heard of this thing. <laughs> <laughs> and now is it? Yeah, it's good. Cool. Yeah. Honestly, everything is good. <laughs> Can't complain. <laughs> what are you drinking? I am having my Coca-Cola espresso coffee drink. I love this stuff. Listen, that stuff is good. I know. And I tried the caramel one a few days ago. Excellent. And you liked it? I did? I'm surprised. I know. I'm, You're not, I'm not like a, a huge caramel fan. Yeah, I'm but surprised. I'll have it once in a while. Something you forgot to say. This is about the 1974 original classic. Well, yeah, I did. Because, like I said, it's technically not the one and only. <laughs> right. It's, it's been remade and sequels and... Yeah, there's a whole series now with this stuff. It's For real. crazy. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so what's the plot? All right, so... The main character is Sally. When she hears that her grandfather's grave may have been vandalized because there have been some vandalism going on, she and her paraplegic brother Franklin set out with their friends to investigate. So a road trip. little road trip. After a detour to their family's old farmhouse, they discover a group of crazed, murderous outcasts living next door. Or actually, like, behind the house. It's creepy as hell. Yeah. As the group is attacked one by one by the chainsaw-wielding Leatherface, who wears a mask made out of human skin, the survivors must do everything they can to escape. Wow, you got some drama going on today. <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's a good movie. It is. It is. Okay, I think it's safe to say, I, I will never know this 100% unless you somehow remember at some point in a dream. Me remember? <laughs> Well, you never know. You remember certain things. I do. You're good with these dates, and I'm surprised you don't remember this. <laughs> this is my first horror movie, or at least one of the first few horror movies in my life. As I mentioned way back in episode one, I saw this movie at a sleepover, and we had gone to pick it out at Blockbuster. We based it on the cover, because even the cover is creepy. Yeah, it it's is. It's him it's, with the girl on the hook. It's pretty brutal. So it's very intriguing. This was the movie that started my horror movie fascination and made me the permanent chicken shit that I am <laughs> today. Funny enough, I, I've seen a lot of horror movies that we've talked about and in general several times. This one I think I've only seen three, four times. That's actually low considering we've seen other movies multiple times. Mm -hmm. I think that's okay because when we watched it the other night, I, I felt like I was or seeing it new. I remembered elements, but not everything. So it was kind of exciting, like, rewatching it, because I didn't really remember anything. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, I hadn't, I think it's been decades since I've seen this movie, yeah. the original. But there are things in this movie that, even though I hadn't seen it in a long time, it left big impressions. <laughs> and as we'll talk about along the way, and... I give it credit for making me a horror fan, including you, but. <laughs> well, for me, um, this movie goes back to the 80s, and it was common to go to midnight movies back then. They don't have that anymore. Boy, was that fun. Because you'd rally up some friends, and you'd hit the theater to watch whatever 
was a feature, and I'd say that most of the time those features were horror movies. Wait, why the 80s? Did it come back out in the 80s or something? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, as midnight movies. Like, at midnight oh, movies, you'd go and they'd bring back, like... Oh, so it's not like now where midnight movies are premiere right. movies. Yeah, okay. it would be, like, old classics, like Dawn of the Dead, Creature from the Black Lagoon, Beyond the Door, The Exorcist, and, of course, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Got it. Um, Texas was one really fucked up movie, and you know what? I still think it is. I haven't seen, like I said, the original in decades, and it was still freaky to me. I mean, let's get real here. If you've seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and you hear a chainsaw, there is no way you're going to tell me that Leatherface doesn't come to mind. It's kind of like the Jaws, da-da, two notes, and you know what that means. Right. Same thing here. Chainsaw, Leatherface. In your face. See? It's lasting impression. Definitely. All right. Now it's time for movie facts. Rotten Tomatoes. I- I'm shocked. Critics gave it 89 and audience 82. Hello? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to process that. Oh, okay. I'm surprised at the score. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I-, I would have been pleasantly surprised if, if it got like a 60. Yeah, 89 from 89 the critics. 89 pretty wow. high. Even the audience. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And and you did tell me something that I found interesting is that you found a lot of facts about this movie. I did. So why don't we get on with it? Because it looks from the notes that you got a sea of facts here. All right, let's dive in. Or let's drive in. <laughs> I would say drive in. Anyway, the movie was banned in several countries and numerous theaters stopped playing the movie due to the violence in the movie. I can see that. I mean, I kept saying it for... This movie is surprisingly shocking, and it's not even in-your-face violence, like yeah. blood. I was going to say that, because it's implied violence. But it's, it's enough, though. Mm-hmm. It's definitely enough. Yep. The budget was $140,000, which in today's time is $700,000. Yeah, $700,000, which even for now... That would be a cheap movie. That's kind of a cheap movie. Yeah. Um, and it grossed at the time $30 million and wow. sold 16.5 million tickets in 1974. That's a lot of tickets. That was... That's huge. That's pretty impressive. It for is. The, back then. Okay. Something I found interesting was that the director, who is Toby Hooper, he used the film, and I've heard of this, that horror filmmakers, not only is it, you know, to scare you and make a horror movie, but a lot of the time it is a commentary on what's going on in society. Mm-hmm. And he did use this as, okay, you know, at the beginning it says this is a true story. He's using it as, like... At the, you know, at the time that the government was lying about Watergate, oil crisis, and things going on politically. And the lack of sentimentality and brutality of everything was because of how the news was just graphic. And it is now. Mm-hmm. It just flat out shows you things. And it's like, these are people's lives that you're showing. And you don't care. You right. don't care how it's affecting that family member. You're just... You just want it out there. It's just a TV show on the TV. Even though it was really showing what was going on in society at that time. Yeah. And it's it's that man, quote unquote man, is the monster out there. And it's 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 true. I think that's an interesting commentary how he used the movie. And maybe that's why the movie was highly rated, because it's also just using it as an art form 
to express what's going on in life back then. Wow, that's that pretty is cool, right? Super insightful there. I like Telling that. You, this was fun to research. I can tell. I must say, I, must I can say. tell. However, while the movie is not a true story, Leatherface is inspired by elements. Okay, not a hundred percent by crimes and murders committed by Ed Gein which was woo, back in the day, and he was infamous for grave robbing, which they do bring up mm-hmm. in the movie. At the very beginning of the movie. Exactly. And using human body parts for furniture and skin. That That's kind of gross. That they actually Yeah, we used... watched a little... Yeah, that little... Ugh. Clip on, mm-hmm. on YouTube. Yeah. And he seemed to have also inspired Psycho. Yeah. And Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> it's Ew. amazing. All right, I found this interesting and scary at the same time which makes you wonder how this is how people come up with horror movies right so the director he got the idea about the chainsaw as a murder weapon because he was holiday shopping and he went to a hardware section of a busy store that's why i'm saying the holidays because you know how crazy Mm -hmm. holiday shopping is i guess it was so crowded he wanted to know how he can make the crowd disperse instantly and he thought that by turning on the chainsaw everybody would run he's not wrong (laughs) granted now now in 2021 i don't know if i would be reacting because of the movie or because it's a chainsaw back then it would be because everybody's like oh shit yeah why is this thing on that's kind of crazy though i mean he was contemplating flying through the crowd to get to the cash register i know the primary filming location was actually in Texas, and it was in a 1900s farmhouse. That farmhouse was, I you mean... Know, all these horror movie houses are quite cute. Yeah, remove the nastiness inside the house, and it was really cool. Yeah. So the small budget and concerns over high-cost equipment rentals meant that the that they filmed seven days a week up to 16 hours a day. Oh and God. that's and so hard. temperatures peaked at 110 degrees... July 26th. Oh, wow. So that was around the time they were filming. That That must have been... And I mentioned it. I don't know if you remember. It looked hot. Yeah, it did. The entire movie looked like it was suffocating. I mean, and I have a feeling that Texas might be the same heat as Florida. Mm-hmm. So we know what that heat is like. Yep. And they may actually have it a little worse because they have a lot of desert going on over That's there. That's true. That's true. So it, it might be dry heat and humid. Oh, it, well, it says humid here, so it must have been humid that day yeah. or those days. Horrible. And apparently the actor who was portraying, sorry, Leatherface, they were using the same costume because they didn't have time to do the laundry and they didn't want to lose the color of the <laughs> of the costume or waste money. You mean the grime and uh, grit on the costume? And he wore the mask 12 to 16 hours a day. That Number oh. one, that's got to be horrible. Oh, God, that had to have been putrid by the end. Oh. Ugh. I wonder if that's in a museum somewhere. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> the furniture in the house was constructed, constructed from animal bones and latex material to make it look like human skin. Oh, I can't believe they actually used animal bones for that. I know. It's kind of disturbing. Very disturbing. The house was not cooled, so that sucks. Didn't look like it had an AC anyway. <laughs> the crew covered the walls with drops of animal blood that they got from a slaughterhouse. Oh. Great. Like, yeah. can't you just use corn can- syrup like everyone else? Yeah, but can you imagine the smell? No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, this is just repulsive. I know. It gets worse. The art director, 
All right, he drove around the countryside and collected remains of cattle and other animals in various stages of decomposition and littered the house floor with that. So, oh my okay. god, that is so gross. That must have smelled plus heat. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, the special effects were good then. <laughs> but oh my god, not only is it gross and smelly, does that open the door to some kind of disease? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. Oh yep. my god. Yep. In the scene where Leatherface kills Kirk with the chainsaw, mm-hmm. the actor that was playing Kirk was told to stay very still. Why? Because the chainsaw came within three inches of his face. Oh, that's too close for comfort, man. No way. Listen, uh-uh. these actors really went through a lot, and apparently they got hurt, and, like, what is that? <laughs> that's... I don't know if I would sign up for that. Uh- I don't know if I would have either. That's just too close for comfort. What if something just goes wrong? What a disaster that would have been. Okay, since we're on the subject of, like, near death, Mm -hmm. the, you know, at the end, in the dinner scene where the grandpa is trying to hammer the girl, Uh so it's a real hammer, and the actor playing grandpa was aiming for the floor rather than the victim's head, Right. but, I mean... They were still throwing it towards her. That's insane. That's really dangerous. Didn't you tell me that there was some, at one point, I think you mentioned when we were chatting that there was some animosity towards the end because of all the stuff that had gone on? Yeah, it seems at the end, like, the directors con- was st- was saying that everyone hated him by the end <laughs> of of this production. I mean, it's heat. It's really difficult scenes. It's a disgusting set in the set in the sense that I mean it is gross. Yeah, it There's is. There's dead things. It smells, it's hot. And you also told me that pretty much every character or every cast member what ob- obtained some kind some level of injury. This sounds crazy to me. Yeah, it does. I'm sure this doesn't happen now. No, I'm sure it does not. But hey, no CGI. And the effects worked very well. Because they were real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. gross, man. I just keep thinking about it. It's like, oh, the, <laughs> just the smell is turning my stomach. I the know. thought of it. I know. <laughs> the dinner scene in actuality is five minutes. I always thought it was longer I did, when I was a kid. I did too. I felt that it was longer, but I guess it wasn't as long as I remembered it to be. It took 26 hours to shoot. Holy shit. That's a lot. That's yeah. a lot. And apparently the poor girl, the the character Sally, mm-hmm. the actress, um, she was genuinely terrified. She was tied to the chair and she was having these men or, you know, in character, like looming over her. Yeah, that, for 26 hours, that's got to be a little bit unnerving. That's got to take its toll on your, on your psyche at some point. That's got to be awful. Yeah. No, I'm telling you, this is <laughs> insane. Yeah. And I would imagine they were probably just slightly off kilter by the end. Probably, because they were probably also very tired. Mm-hmm. And you know, you get a little delusional. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the infamous actress who got hung on the hook, on the meat hook, she was actually held up by a nylon cord that went between her legs, causing a great deal of pain. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. This is crazy. I know. Yeah, for sure, this would not be okay. Yeah. In today's um, movie environment. And the human skeleton in the house at the end was a real human skeleton because apparently, I don't understand how this could be true, it was cheaper to get that human skeleton versus a plastic one. (laughs) 
God. Like, I don't, I don't understand. It's, it's so bizarre. Highly bizarre. All right, all right. Last two. Last two. I know. <laughs> Boy, you had a blast looking this up, Well, there stuff was up, actually huh? a lot of information. I think we made up for um, Veronica, who had nothing, basically, <laughs> to, to this. So, the actor who played Leatherface, uh, I'm going to pronounce it wrong, Gunnar mm-hmm. Hansen, Apparently, he hit his head on doorways several times because he was, number one, he was severely limited because of the mask, Mm -hmm. visually, peripheral vision, and he wore three-inch heels to make him look even taller, so he was 6'4", which made him too tall to clear (laughs) obstacles. Oh my god, that's crazy. And then final one, kind of like the Amityville, since Mm -hmm. the original release, the location of the Sawyer family house, which is the farmhouse that they filmed at, has changed completely, meaning it's now an open field. Oh, wow. So they moved the house physically? With no indication that there ever had been a house there. Wow. It's allegedly that it's alleged that it was relocated. Mm. And that now it's a restaurant in Kingsland, Texas. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, these were really cool facts, though. I'm glad you found so much stuff to talk about on that. It was fun. I could see that. You were, like, beaming. I know. All right, let's get into movie talk. All righty. So the way this movie starts, to me, is a classic. You're seeing, um, uh, it starts with, like, a strobe light from a flash, and you're hearing that infamous sound, and you're seeing pieces of body parts, or what looks like body parts, in various stages of decomposure. Is that even a word? Decompo- De- decomposition. Decomposition. Thank you. Um, but it, it's disturbing. And in the meantime, you have a narrator telling you this is a real scene. This has happened. And it's all about grave digging. And these people have been dug up and set up in some grotesque ugh, ways. It just, it's, it's very disturbing. And then we... Cut to a group of friends, and I'm going to go over who they are. We've got five. They're on the little road trip. There's Sally and Franklin, who are brother and sister. Jerry is Sally's boyfriend. And then we've got Kirk and Pam, who are also together. And when we join them in the van, um, what's her name? Pam is talking about horoscopes. Remember that magazine that she's reading? And that Saturn is in retrograde and that bad shit's going to happen. Hmm. Well, she was right. Yeah. And this is where we discover that um, Franklin is a paraplegic. So they have him inside this van in his wheelchair. I have to back up a little bit. The beginning of this movie is infamous for mm-hmm. me. I know it is. Um, When we watched it, it brought me back to my, I don't know, seven-year-old self. Disclaimer, way too young to watch this movie. Yeah, that's pretty young. But I think it's typical of kids to be into horror movies, if you get into them, I suppose, um, and and watch them because you're curious and it's just, I don't know, it's mm-hmm. like a thing. And it, it it's still amazing. It's impactful. It's it's very simple, but it's so well done. The, 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 the sound of the flash, I, that's what it is, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's just, I don't even need to have the visual. And you know it's... It's just the sound. You know it. And even the narrator is scary. Mm-hmm. It's the type of voice and there's no music. It's just him saying and the based on a true story. And fun fact, we watched this like at the end of high school. I remember we had my best friend over at the time and he thought this was real. Oh, that's right. 
He, he really did. thought this was real. So he who sure knows? <laughs> who knows how many people back in 1974 did think this was real? Anyway, I just wanted to comment because I will never forget that opening scene and how it traumatized me as a kid. It's still great. Even though they've remade this movie, you can't remake that. I agree. That's simplicity. It is delivered in a very shocking manner, a very documentary style. So I can see why people may have thought that it, it was, was real. real. Although loosely based on something, of course. Okay. Next, they do something that should be a rule, but it doesn't apply to, to many movies. Mm -hmm. They picked up a hitchhiker. <laughs> Okay, but you have to understand something. Back in those days, in and probably the early now too, I don't think as much now. It it may be, but I don't know. I can't speak to that. But back in those days, it was very common for people to hitchhike. Okay, but I've watched a lot of horror movies, including this one. Well, you would not hitchhike. No. And, and if I, you did, I think I would have a cow. And I wouldn't pick someone up because I've seen what happens to people who too pick many up. scary movies. Yes. I agree. All right, so they pick this guy up. We're going to call him Hitchhiker. Yes. Okay? And right off the bat, he's acting... Looney Tune. Looney. Yeah. Okay? Um, And he brings out his camera, and he takes a picture of Franklin. Mm-hmm. It's like a Polaroid. He gives him the picture, which when you look at it, it looks like there is no picture. Right. Like it got overexposed. really bad. Really bad. And then he wants to charge them $2, which is a lot of money back then. <laughs> And they're looking at him like, are you nuts? Because that scene was so bizarre. It was. It really, it really was so set the tone like, for the movie. Yeah. And, you know, they said no, and he burns the picture mm -hmm. with a little tin foil <laughs> yeah. thing, and he burns, and he thinks it's fun, and the rest of them are like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, I would have been like, what the fuck, too? <laughs> are you all right? Oh, no. Yes. Is this, like, another Friday the 13th? Is it going to turn into a comedy? No, not, not quite just yet. Because this one is definitely not a comedy. No, it's not. But, it's like, he just sets it up, like, ah, it's no big deal. You know, let me just set this shit yeah, on Yeah, and fire. they're looking at him like, what are you doing? Uh, you know, the minute that that happened, I would have just stopped and said, get the fuck out. Well, they, I mean, they I mean, did. they do, but. They did. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, because then. Yeah. He also cuts his. His hand. His, his, his own hand. I mean, seriously, guys. And then he, with that same blade, he goes and he cuts Franklin <laughs> in the arm like, like that. It's just, and that's when, obviously, that's when he gets kicked out. But when he gets kicked out, he kind of marks the van. Yes. With his blood because he starts hitting it and it seems like he's just pissed that he got kicked out. But it really looks like he did mark the van. Yeah. You see? Yeah. It's I, like, it's an extra rule for certain movies. Don't pick up hitchhikers. On, on, and on top of that, this guy looked weird from the get-go. There was something just off-kilter about his mannerism, his looks. Even looking at him at the side of the road. Agree. Would have been like a red flag. Again, like, yeah, no. Mm -hmm. I don't think so. And, and they're out in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's my point. It should be a rule... <laughs> For certain movies, and this definitely applies. Yeah. Don't so, pick up a hitchhiker. So now they roll into a gas station, this little tiny, and it's a golf gas station. Yeah. I haven't seen that sign. It's this. You is did kinda, not I, freak out, but you were, oh, golf. Yeah, I hadn't seen that in so long. But so they roll up to this gas station, and this is where we meet uh, who I call uh, Barbecue Guy. 
Okay. Because yeah. he's selling barbecue from the station, but has no gas. Right. So they go in there. And... Well, no. One of them, they the girls go to the bathroom. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And that's when they find out they don't have gas. Somehow, he finds out about them going to the, to oh, the house. Yes, to the right. old house. Yep, yep. They don't say the Sawyer house, but, you know, Franklin's the Franklin grandfather house, or yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. And Barbecue Man, <laughs> as you titled him. Warns them. He warns them, don't go there. Yeah. So. He tells them literally, sometimes people don't like people being on their property. Yep. He is one of them, we come to find out later. Yeah. And he flat out warned them. So he was actually kind of being nice. He was doing them a service, but they decided not to listen. They did. One of them, I think it was Kirk. Honestly, I don't remember. One of the guys, not Franklin, Mm -hmm. went in and bought this barbecue because he kept bringing it up. And now in retrospect, God knows what they ate. No, they we know what they ate. People? Yeah, they were eating humans. Ew. And they didn't even realize it. Yeah, they didn't it. realize it. Yeah. That's... yeah. We'll get to that later. Yeah, that's gross. Ugh. And they don't listen. Of course not, because why would you listen? This is like another, well, in, instead of it being a crazy Ralph, because the, well, I mean, Barbecue Man ends up being one of them, so yeah. he is not well. No, he's not well. But, you know, this, this could be another rule. Heed warnings from... <laughs> Other characters that are telling you not to go in there. Right. This is a broken rule. Oh, it definitely is. Mm-hmm. Can I mention that I wouldn't have stopped at that gas station? If you're out in the middle of nowhere and there is no other gas source, you're going to have well, to Well, I'm not stop. going in the mart. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I said this in another episode that I you can't did. remember right now. You did. You did say I'm not going in a quickie mart. No. If they told me there's no gas, okay, <laughs> dude, bye. I- I'm leaving. I will heed your warning. I am not going in that store. I'm good. Okay. You got okay. that off your chest now? Oh, no, no. And <laughs> and <laughs> when um, Hitchhiker was in the van, mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed, there was this really odd banjo music in the background yes. playing from the radio. Mm-hmm. But it made it weird. Uncomfortable. Unsettling. Like, yes. it made it worse mm-hmm. the scene mm-hmm. okay cool i'm glad you noticed yeah because you brought it up when we were watching oh, yeah it. i did you did you okay. brought it up that's why i noticed but okay. yeah i digress you digress <laughs> continue forth so they decide they're not gonna listen to barbecue not. man <laughs> and they go ahead and they go visit the old house at this point you realize that franklin and sally have some uh, tension between them. Remember, they're brother and sister. Yeah. It's like he's a burden. He came along, but he's a burden. He's a paraplegic. So there's that little bit of a conflict going on. At this point, Franklin tells Kirk and Pam, oh, there's a swimming creek over there or something like that. And Pam and Kirk decide to go swimming. You know, when we when we watched this scene, remember, I was like, wait a minute, that's not the... the infamous house. Right. I didn't... This is what I'm saying. Like, I didn't even remember them stopping at this at the other at the Franklin at house the, at the actual Franklin yeah, house exactly but you know they decide to go exploring and they see a house in the distance now this is the Sawyer house I put in my notes I put they find in caps the house the house because this is the house the actual house yeah and on their way to the house there's like this net and underneath this net is a bunch of old abandoned 
cars. What did you call it? I called it a car cemetery. Yep. Because to me, that's those are the cars of those of the victims. I agree. Yeah. Then that's a lot of people, man. Yeah. So, Besides grave robbing, which I, I think actually, the hitchhiker I think is the grave robber. Probably, yeah. He they they kind of hint to that. Was it right before the dinner scene about robbing so, right? graves oh, okay. and stuff like that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Somehow, Kirk and Pam for some reason decide to split up when they get to the house, and Kirk. Knocks on the door, but before he does, he finds a tooth and he throws it at Pam. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Ew, gross!" and whatever. <laughs> he goes in. She go. She wanders off. He yeah. goes in, and what does he do? Well, because she's like, "Let's just go." Right. So she had the right, you know. She had the right idea. But yeah, she went to go sit on like a swing mm-hmm. that they had. Oh, that's right, because he... that's that famous angle of yeah of right. her in those shorts and yeah. That's when she right. walks up later, right. Um, and he's insisting, and mm-hmm. what, what, I'm sorry, because I interrupted you, and he just walks in. He just walks in, but before he does, what does he do? He knocks on the door, he opens it, and he walks in, and he goes, anybody home? Yes, you idiot. <laughs> and not only is there someone home, like, how do you, this goes back to other movies, how do you just walk in? To somebody's house. I wouldn't walk in. I wouldn't Especially either. for not answering the door. Yeah. If they I'm don't answer a couple knocks, I'm out of there. But I probably wouldn't be but, knocking. Like, wouldn't the car cemetery be a, well... No, not I guess, necessarily. to be fair, it could be, okay, maybe you're co- collecting junk cars mm-hmm. or you're trying to fix cars or it's kind of like your own... Right. What, but uh, there junkyard? was there were a lot of cars there. I know. And but... this wasn't a commercial property, but we digress. Anyway. So he walks in and what happens? That's when you get your first whiff of Leatherface, and he whacks him in the head, knocks him out. This is another one of those scenes like, out. that really, it, it, it's so simple. Mm-hmm. But when he's walking towards that other, it's infamous, the, the little hallway by the, the, stairs by the stairs and that back door. He just pops out, and mm-hmm. it's just like this towering figure. With a chainsaw. And you don't have a minute to even... I don't even think he, he didn't no, have a he chainsaw. Didn't have the he had chainsaw, like a mallet. Yeah. He had a mallet. That's Some right. Some kind that's of right. mallet hammer. Yeah. Yep. And he just hits him and then he slides that short, that metal door shut. Mm-hmm. There's something about the way he shut it so violently, like just saying, that's it. This guy is fucked no matter how yeah. we look at it. Your history, buddy. It's yeah. so good. It is. And it's it all is. based on, you know, the, the angle and just sound kind of. Mm-hmm. Just, the, the sound and the of the filming, door and the it's very gritty and the it is and the um the acting because it's it's body language mm-hmm. on how Leatherface is portrayed in that yeah. scene. He comes across loud and clear. He sure does. Yeah. So Kirk disappears, and now we have Pam, who of course is now looking for Kirk. Mm-hmm. And now we have that famous scene of her walking up to the famous house, right, in her little shorts and her little little halter top. Mm-hmm. And she walks in, and even though it's not saying hello or who's there, she's, Kirk? 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 That's almost, it's the same thing. It's saying hello. And obviously, there's nobody in there. I mean, is it not a red flag when you walk into a room and there's skeletons everywhere? There's a chicken in a cage hanging. Yeah. Poor thing. Yeah. It was alive. It was alive, but still. But it's stuffed into a tiny little cage, and there's bones and feathers and skin and... All littering all the floor. 
Yeah. And she trips right into it. Ugh. And, and now she, knowing that it was kind of yeah, real. Yeah. And then she just stays there. It, yeah. At that point, I think I would have just run out screaming bloody hell. But that's yeah. me. But she does. She gets up to start running, but he grabs her. Yeah. By, by then, it's too late. She thought about it too long. She was lying there on that floor just, like, freaking out. But I think that's another, it's another, fam- this movie is full of famous everything, so if I repeat famous, it's, because mm-hmm. it is, it's when he does grab her and oh, drags yeah. her into that back room, it's so famous, because you know it's over. Oh, yeah. And it's the done. Way it's I mean, over. how do you overpower somebody like that? Oh, You can't. God. He's mm. huge. Yeah. And he's clearly very strong. Mm-hmm. And then comes the scene where... I think everybody in the world cringes. At this scene. The hook scene? Yes. I Honestly, I think um, Franklin's death is worse. I don't know. This is just... Think about it. He picks her up and puts her on a meat hook. I know. This scene for your dad is always disturbing. I know. And for you. It's just the thought of it. And she's mm-hmm. just suspended there. And, and she's and, still alive. Yes. And that's even worse. Yeah. And this is when he whips, whips out... The, the chainsaw. Oh. Right, because now is when he's going to kill Kirk. Mm-hmm. Or, you know. Who's lying on a table, because mm-hmm. this is in a kitchen, I think. It's like a, it's. I don't even know what it is. It's Whatever. like a slaughter. Kitchen? Kitchen area. Thing? I don't know. Because there's like big freezers. Yes. But Kirk is lying on the table. You can barely see him. And and Pam is hanging. Oh. And that's when he uses the chainsaw to kill Kirk. And that's where, I guess, he came too close to the actor's face. Yes. Three inches. Oh, jeez. That's too close. Too close for comfort. Yep. If you haven't noticed, the action in this movie is instant. I mean, it's honestly from the opening credit. It starts right away. credit, opening scene. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, Jerry wants to go look for Kirk. Because, hmm, they've been gone for quite some time. Quite a while. But they think they're off in this swimming hole. And Franklin tells Jerry, oh, they're down in the swimming hole. Follow that trail. La, la, la. And la, I mentioned, la, la. And I mentioned <laughs> that, I mean, it's not true, but it almost felt for like a second that Franklin was in on it and like leading these people. Like he was in cahoots with the crazy Sawyer family? So what's odd is that this Franklin house, did they not know about that house in the back? Why didn't he know about that? Maybe those people... Well, no. I don't know. That's I mean, that house question. has... It looks like it's old and has been there for a while. And the, the farmhouse. And, the and that those house. people had lived there for a while, too. Yeah. So, I don't Ooh. know. That's a little weird. That is weird. Right? And he and Sally grew up at, at the house that's in front of the Sawyer house. Is that... I believe so, right? They made yeah, it they out mentioned to... it. Because when they do the tour of the Franklin house, it's her her room and the wallpaper, oh, remember? Right, right. So, yeah. it's Yeah, I can see why that may have crossed your mind. So, I don't know. I just find that odd. We'll be right back after this quick break. And we are back. Yes, we are. Jerry walks to this Sawyer house. He hears giggling, and he just goes in. Yeah, he like, another one who walks into a stranger's house. This I don't think he sense. even knocked. Did he knock? No, I don't think so. That's I think very he just walked rude. in. That's very yeah, rude. These are very rude people. Yeah, yeah. He finds Pam in the freezer, and she's still alive. Alive. 
in the freezer. So I guess her demise is being frozen to death? I guess. But here's the thing. I'm really confused as to whether Jerry died. I mean, at this point, um, Leatherface comes in and whacks him in the head with a sledgehammer. And Mm -hmm. that's when Pam pops out of the freezer somehow. Mm -hmm. And he's distracted. And Jerry runs off. But we never see Jerry again. But we never really see him run off. We just know that he's gone because Leatherface reacts like... Where is he? Yeah, like, oh shit, he's gone. Right. So he ran off. It's not like he disappeared. But where? And did he die? They never explain that. And they never show him again. again. And and I and then Wait a minute. Wait, what? Wait a minute. What? What if he ran off? Uh Uh-huh. And he thinks he's safe because he ran into the gas guy. What if he's what's roasting? (gasps) Oh. Could be. Oh, my God, that is really messed up. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh, my God. Ew. Oh. In in the next scene, we find Sally and Franklin. It is nighttime now. Yep. So, Which is worse. Yeah. Everyone has split up, and there's no keys for the, for the little minivan or van that they're in. And at this point, Leatherface shows up. Well... Sally and Franklin are arguing yeah. about needing to go find them and who's going to go. She can't leave him. He doesn't want to be there, but he's in a wheelchair. So it's so she finally ends up right. taking him with her. Yes. And they're going through all this thicket. Well, thicket, bramble, whatever you want to call it. But it's a lot and it's very thorny. Yeah. And, and he's in a wheelchair. It's not even a, a wheelchair that someone would have nowadays that might be able to get. It's. Back in the day, kind of wheelchair. Yeah. And all of a sudden, who do they run into? Leatherface. Leatherface. And while you don't see this happening, you know it happens. It's implied. And Leatherface saws him what looks like in half. I, I mean, I guess he just goes for it. He like just goes at his stomach and then he does it a couple of times and he's screaming, she's screaming, everybody's screaming. But you're not seeing any of this. No, it's but the implication is bad enough. It's all about the, it's implied. Yeah. And that's, I think, what makes this movie terrifying is that you don't need to see it. It's all implied. I agree. They didn't need all the special effects, just the gross stuff. Not even the, like, blood splattering everywhere. Right. It was just all implied. Mm-hmm. And, of course, now comes a chase through all that thicket, bramble, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. She is screaming. Bloody murder. And from here on, this woman does not shut up. All she does is scream. Your dad even mentioned it. It's like... (laughs) But, I mean, to be fair, what else can you do? And you always hope that somebody's going to hear you. I think that is the point of screaming, is that you do hope somebody hears you to come save you, which clearly no one is. Right. And she's just running. It's this chase of her and Leatherface through all these branches and thick bushes. Her hair gets caught. I mean, it's it's a mess yes. for her. Yeah. And I kept mentioning, why aren't her white pants getting dirty? Yeah, well, they eventually do, clearly. <laughs> yeah. Because um, she is wearing white pants. Um, bell-bottom pants at that. With, like, sandal platforms. Yeah. That must have sucked. <laughs> Anyway, she gets to the Sawyer house, of course, and she doesn't know, right, that this is not a safe house. Right. <laughs> and she goes immediately upstairs, which is like, why are you going upstairs? But really, what is there to do? 
for her. I know. She doesn't know. Right. And she gets into this room where there's like a dead, really dead woman or whatever in a chair. And then the grandfather. Grandpa. Who looks dead. I thought he was dead. I know. When I guess you first not. see him, you think this man is dead. Yeah. And he's so gross, grotesque looking. Yeah, he's, he is. He looks like he's dead. Yeah. Like, ugh. Yeah. He doesn't look alive. Ugh. Yeah. And uh, she jumps out the window. Yes. From that second floor, this woman is, is, is an acrobat. She, I mean, it was the smart thing to do. I know. What else are you going to do? You she, can't go back down. Yeah, but think about this. She's jumping out a window. She could have gotten hurt, like broken a leg, I depending know. on how you fall. But she does not. And what does this girl do? <laughs> Runs back into the woods, of course. And then she gets to the gas station. Where barbecue guy, who is a sawyer. Mm-hmm. Well, who, now is when you find out he's you a find sawyer. find out, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's there. Now, at this point... Leatherface has been chasing her up to the gas station, and then the chase stops. Yep. I guess maybe there was a rule of, oh, if she gets to the gas station, whomever, then you need to stop, and then I'll take it from here. I guess so. There must have, there pre-arrangements. Yes. I'm <laughs> sure they must have some kind of thing. And this is where you see the people hanging inside the barbecue, because he's got one of those big roasting mm-hmm. i don't even know what it's called well i mean you don't know if it's human but i think it's safe to say i i'm pretty sure i saw a foot and the oh, torso did? of a human it oh, looked like I a torso i didn't look in that much detail that did not look like animal torso it looked like a human torso which might be jerry i'm telling you maybe he sense. made it there and this guy said <laughs> i'm gonna just roast i you warned now. you I'm he gonna... warned them yeah yeah he sure now, did <laughs> this is really weirdly funny but not oh the broom (laughs) yeah barbecue guy (laughs) takes a broom and brooms her into submission (laughs) like he's whacking her with a broom yeah it was so crazy bizarre and and then he he ties her ass up and he's oh my god he shoves a nasty burlap sack over her or some kind of no into her mouth and then takes her into the truck and Mm. oh my thing is that if this horror movie happened now well i mean they have remade it but if if they remade it the same i think the girl that they would make the girl less submissive because Mm -hmm. i think you could overpower that yeah. Grab the broom back. Right. Take it away from it's him. It's not like it's a an axe coming at you. Why couldn't Grab something you... else and smack him with it. Yeah, this scene, I mean, it, it's meant to be what it is, but th- there's a lot wrong with this that she could have done something more. Yeah. I understand, too, that she's probably so freaked out that she can't think of what to do, but I don't know. It, it was odd, though. Yeah. And I, this part was funny, disturbing, so he... He shoves her into the truck, mm-hmm. and then he looks at the gas station, and he goes back to turn the light off because he got to save money somehow. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was odd. It was <laughs> just bizarre. So he's Like, tried... you don't think killing people is odd, but you want to turn off the light. To save some money. Yeah. So he's in, the, he's in the truck, and he's driving, presumably, and he did, back to the Sawyer house. And as he's driving, this is where you realize the madness going on here. I mean, mm-hmm. really full-on madness. Yep. He's got, I guess, like a, a stick mm-hmm. or whatever, 
and he and he's poking her as he's driving. Mm-hmm. Now her face is also covered up with a burlap sack, like you mentioned. Yeah, and he's giggling and laughing. He's getting a kick out of this. Mm-hmm. And this is when he runs into Hitchhiker Guy. Yep, and we find out that Hitchhiker and Leatherface are brothers. Right, and they are his nephew. At least that's what we understood. Because he, he's saying, why aren't you keeping an eye on your brother or something like that? Well, maybe they were his nephew and he was also their father. Who knows? His family was messed up to start, so yeah. maybe they were. Who the hell knows? They take her into the house and they tie her to a chair. And we see Leatherface and now he is dressed like a woman with yep. a wig and, and, and an apron and makeup. It is so disturbing. It is disturbing, and I can see why the actress was, like, scared, too. Can you imagine staring at that Mm -hmm. for hours and hours, and then the the lines being recited to you over and over? Over and over, yes. And having to visually look at that weird grandpa, who I always felt like, not only was he, like, I don't know, he's insidious. Yes. He's so disgusting. He is. He is disgusting. Like, I find him worth... I mean, Leatherface is pretty bad, but I find him worse. Well, I mean, they imply that he was... Top-notch killer. Yeah. That's disturbing on its own right there. Yeah. And I have to say, the camera angles of her when they finally tie her down to the chair. Yeah. And they they do this top view down, Mm -hmm. and you see that the leather, the chair has human arms as arms for the chair. Mm -hmm. And she's tied up there, and and then they decide that they're going to bring grandpa down for dinner yeah now they have a family dinner this is another this is a famous horror movie scene yeah and at at the dinner table let's just go over who we have at the dinner table we've got barbecue dad or whatever you want to call him mm-hmm. we've got the Hitchhi- hitchhiker yeah. sawyer and then we've got leatherface and we've got grandpa at the opposite end of the table opposite of uh sally uh, uh, exactly because she's at the other side of the table and she's these people are staring at her Mm -hmm. and and they're just making off comments and they they're showing her that that those close-ups that they do of her Her eye eye. boy are they super green or what i know or it was i don't know that looks so odd yeah but it's her eyes that close-up is very disturbing because you can actually see the terror mm-hmm. in her eyes. Kudos to the actors for doing that. Well, because it's real. Yeah, I, I think scared. it's Yeah, at some point this woman was like, oh God. So what was the intention with this? Were they going to like keep her? Were they going to kill her? I eat don't, her? I, I don't know. We don't know. I don't know. And, oh and, no, because they were trying to kill her. Yeah, and they're with howling. The bucket thing. She's screaming and they started imitating her, like laughing at her and demeaning her. Yeah. They're touching her. And then they decide that Grandpa needs to get a whack in. Uh-huh. And this is where they're talking about him being the best of the best uh-huh. in in the world of kill. <laughs> okay. The this Sawyer family is off the chart insane. Yeah, they are. This is This isn't even I don't even know what this is pure depravity. Mm-hmm. Not even insanity. This is depravity. Yeah. They they're just and they know what they're and doing. Disturbed. They know they do what know, they're doing. Especially uh barbecue guy. Oh yeah. He knows what's up. Yeah. But he also says that he doesn't like killing. That's right. Remember? That he, that's right. He's like, Oh, I don't want to do it. I'll have nothing to do with this. And I'm like, he Oh, ha- he now doesn't you're want getting... anything to do with the killing, but he'll eat them. Yeah. I guess, or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. 
They're not well. They are not well. No, they're not. And it's so grainy and just raw. Yeah. And so they Good. bring, they bring, they get her, they untie her from the chair, right? And they drag her over to this bucket and they're giving grandpa. The hammer. The hammer, but he's they so. They did get her once. Yeah. He's so dead-ish that he can't get a lick in there. Mm. So they finally just whack her on the head, but she actually gets away. Big mistake on their part. And this is where she, her second jump out mm-hmm. of a window for Sally. And at least at this point, they're on the first floor. Yeah, at least. Yeah. And then she makes another run for it. And this time, she makes it out to the road. Yes. And flags down a poor trucker who gets out, right? And, like, he's like, get in, get in. And, of course, here comes Leatherface in this woman attire mm-hmm. with the chainsaw. So they both flip out and get back in the in the truck. But then they get out yeah, instead of driving away. I didn't understand that. Me either. What the hell? <laughs> It, Drive also, away. While this is all going on, um, what's his name? The hitchhiker also gets run over by that big semi truck the guy is in. Thank God, he, at least like, he's over he's with. He's over with. Because they're both Leatherface and, That's right, they and chase Hitchhiker her. Are, are, are chasing her. Yes. But that whole scene in the truck, it's like, why didn't you just close the door and, and drive, and drive. Off and I mean, run hello? him the hell over? So they get out. And they're like playing Duck Duck Goose. Yeah. So they, they run. I at least the trucker he picked up like a wrench or or some heavy tool and throws it right at Leatherface's head. Right, which I thought was great. And he falls on his ass. He does while he's wielding a chainsaw. Why it didn't land on him is oh no, it did. It did. It, it That's where I was going. Leg. And the chainsaw falls on his leg. I think this is the only time in the movie where you actually see. Vulnerability? The, no, not vulnerability. The chainsaw itself cutting into the flesh. Because up until oh, now, you've true. never really seen that. And they show it. True. And and it and it wasn't such a bad injury because it didn't he caught it in time to not yeah. not cut his entire leg off. Of course. <laughs> now, we're getting pretty much to the end. This was yeah. a short it is a very short, short movie. Mm-hmm. So another truck. Uh, a pickup, a pickup truck. truck drives up and I guess sees this insanity. The truck driver, the semi-truck driver runs off. Yeah. Because I actually looked at the scene again because I was like, what happened to him? Remember I asked you? I was yeah. like, what happened to he this guy? He did survive. He just he ran did. He well, just we hope ra- we did. Hopefully. He ran off. Yeah. And Why that- wouldn't you just go back to your truck? Or Well, Leatherface was between him and the truck. Oh. But then that guy right. in the pickup sees this insanity going on yeah and sally jumps into the back of the pickup truck and leatherface the next thing you see is him doing what i call an aerial ballet oh, with yeah. a chainsaw he's, he's like wielding it in the air and spinning in circles and i'm like dude that's gonna fall on you nah and then you see just her screaming and laughing, and laughing but not with like covered in blood yeah covered in blood but not laughing because she thinks this is funny did you not turn off your phone? I forgot. Mom. I know. I'm sorry. Editing. 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 I know, I know. All right, so. Anyway. I apologize. Not, mm-hmm. Anyway, she's not laughing because it's funny. I think it's just that, you know when you're nervous? Mm-hmm. and so I Terrified I, is more yeah, like it. you can giggle. And I think she's also relieved. Mm-hmm. But I could have sworn, um, unless it's in the remake, I could have sworn or a different sequel of this that even though she got picked up by a hitchhiker it ended up being one of them 
I think that's in one of the remakes. That's not oh, in this. Okay, mo- okay. Obviously, uh, clearly, clearly, it's not, not in this movie. Yeah, but the guy seemed genuinely like, "What the hell is going yeah, on?" From it, the car, exactly. But it, it's it's funny though because even when we were watching the movie. I was confused with the remake. Remember yeah. I asked you, didn't they go end up in the slaughterhouse? But I think that's yeah, in the remake. Yeah, that's in the remake. And somewhere. so, it, and that's when I realized how short this movie is because that's it. That's how it ends with her driving Escaping. away and then Mr. Ariel Ballet with a chainsaw there. And he's pissed. And yeah, he's kind of pissed that she got away. And I, and then what? It kind of leaves a lot of open questions. Well, though. but that's why it left it great for sequels? sequels because he's clearly still around does she get away to go tell the police do they come because i forgot i believe it was at the dinner barbecue dad asked leatherface did anyone get away right right well then it couldn't have been then, then it couldn't have been jerry there because right? he would have said something right besides he looked like he had been roasted a while and that couldn't have been happening so where the hell is this guy? I don't know. He must have died. He took a sledgehammer to his head. But why did Leatherface look confused? I don't know. He looked confused like like the guy got away. Well, I think the guy ran out, but he must have died somewhere. We'll never know. But Unless I it mean, gets brought up in a sequel. I don't know. But yeah. it, it, like in, he got I look, hit bad. Yeah, he did. A sledgehammer? Yeah. Yeah, that's enough to yeah knock mm-hmm. you down. But in some of the other sites, because I, w- I wasn't sure if he was dead or not, everybody pronounces him as being dead. Hmm. I well, guess we'll never know. I guess not. No. But yeah, that's the end of the movie. It is a very short movie. What was it, 84 minutes? Yeah. Something like that. It's and it moved very, very fast. fast. Before you know it, it's done. It was great. It was. All right, sound and movie. I think there's a lot of good sound in this movie, mm-hmm. starting with the beginning, as I mentioned before. I, I don't know if there's much more I can say except take a listen. I mean, it's classic. It's scary. It sends a chill. And I'm ready for this movie. What's going to happen in this movie? Why does it sound like this? It's raw. It feels unedited what it is and it's amazing and i think after not watching this movie for a long time i honestly thought i was going to be disappointed i'm digressing but the point is like i was for friday the 13th yes when we get there and this sound is amazing what about for you to me the most impactful sound for me in this entire movie is the metal door inside the farmhouse i can see that when that closes the very first time yeah that has always resonated with me it's the finality of it that gets to me. Mm-hmm. It's basically saying game over. Yeah. So that that sound to me is just it's not major. No. But it it sound it's oh it's everything that it implies. And with that, I'm gonna go ahead and transition to favorite scene because that is my favorite scene. Is when you first see Leatherface and the whole thing with the door yes. closing because it shows like I'm here. I'm powerful. Don't mess with me because I'm going to win. Except at the end, apparently. But um, (laughs) it's just so (laughs) iconic. The door, him, the way he just comes out. And he's like, you wanted, hello? Anybody home? I'm home. You want to play? Yeah. Yeah. We can play Slaughterhouse now. (laughs) What's your favorite scene? (laughs) I have to say that my favorite scene is the dinner scene. It it has always been. And the, the reason... 
The reason I like this is because it's simply fucked beyond all reason. It is well done. The insanity of that scene mm -hmm. is really hard to take in all at once. Yeah. It's, it's a lot going on, but it's very simplistic, and the point is there. Yeah. It, the acting is really, well, clearly. It, it gives you a lot of anxiety watching it. You're mm -hmm. scared. You are her. Yes. You're scared with her. You're in her shoes, and you're like... Okay. When they do that POV where it's like her looking at them. Yes, that and angle. And it's a very wide angle, so it makes it very long. Yeah. If I were her in her place, that, I think at that point, I don't even know if I'd open my eyes from then on. I wouldn't want to see these people. They yeah. were horrifying. Visually but then, horrifying. But then if you close your eyes and then open them, they could be right in your face. I know. That's just as bad. <laughs> of course. So that's my um, that's my favorite scene. Best character. Honestly, I put no one. I hate everybody. Not in a bad way, but just there's really, you can't connect with anybody because it's just everybody dies. And even though Sally did make it, I'm not like in love with her. Right. Or care. Mm -hmm. You? <laughs> <laughs> this is going to seem weird. Mm -hmm. Leatherface. Okay. Because this guy has so many psyche problems going on that it fascinates me in a repulsive way. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, you want to know more about him? Yes, yeah. I want to know what got him there. I don't. <laughs> oh, I do. I, I, I definitely want to know. Well, I'm pretty sure he has an origin movie that we haven't seen somewhere. I think there is one that, there's several. I was looking it up yeah. to see, and there's, um, there's a bunch. There's literally, I think, one called Leatherface. Yes, there is one called Leatherface. Best unlikable character? I think we both agree on this one. Looking at our notes. <laughs> barbecue dad? Yep, yeah. barbecue dad. You guy's annoying. He, it, and it's not just that he's annoying. There's something about him that, like Leatherface, is repulsive. He's He could actually be worse than all of them. I agree. Because there's something about him that just repulses me. Because he's aware yes. of what's going on. Mm -hmm. And what makes him more unlikable is that, oh, I don't do that. I right. don't do the killing. Right. But I'm okay with it. Right. He's okay. part of it. He, yeah. I think he's a collector of people. Could be. Because he's got the gas station. All those True. cars are there. True. The gas station is the lure. Is the lure, yes. Yeah. And then the house is the yeah. catch and hook. <laughs> so does it hold up? Yes. Yeah. This is where I was going to go off on my tangent. I, I saved it for here. I was actually expecting to be let down. Mm -hmm. I thought it wouldn't have aged well. Um, but it definitely has. I, I don't give this movie credit where it's due. And I think it's definitely in my top 10 really? horror movie. It's wow. good. I think this is very important for horror movies. Yeah. Well, it kind you? of introduced that whole genre of exploitive, um, graphic, slasher type movies, killer movies. So, yeah, I mean, it's iconic in that it opened the door for that even more so mm -hmm. than Norman did in Psycho. Mm -hmm. And you know how I feel about Psycho. Um, but yeah, to me, this movie definitely holds up. I'm going to say that I enjoyed watching it more this time than maybe, maybe 15 years ago when I saw it. Mm -hmm. I think that when I saw it the last time, and again, I'm only kind of vaguely remembering, I felt a little like, wait a minute, that's it? 
But because in my head, I thought it was longer. Yeah. Even the dinner scene seemed longer back then. Yeah. But now watching it again, it's so funny how we change our opinions. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it. I hate saying enjoyed. But I liked the movie more. Way more. Mm -hmm. And saw more about it. So... Well, but this movie influenced John Carpenter and Wes Craven. Mm. So it is revolutionary in horror. And it wasn't, it's all implied. I mean, there is violence, but it's It's implied violence. Um, It's just, it is art in its own. Yeah. It is. All movies are a piece of art. And this is a great piece of art in the horror genre world whether you agree with the genre itself or not but it is it is it's very influential yeah besides it got 89 percent on rotten tomatoes <laughs> all right it's gotta so, mean something so let's go to the seven rules i'm gonna start off let's do it with number one don't say hello or who's there rule number two turn on the lights <laughs> rule number three don't split up rule number four don't go upstairs in the basement or attic Rule number five, why are you going in there if it says don't enter, no trespassing, stay out? Danger. Or how about it's not your house? That too. Rule number six, make sure the bad guy is dead. (laughs) Maybe the trucker should have made sure he was dead. Yeah. Rule number seven, no Ouija board. All right. What was broken? Oh my God. (laughs) Let's start with saying hello, who's there, anybody home. Same thing. Kirk, Kirk. Same thing. Yeah. They and split then up. They, everybody split up. The whole gang. Everybody. Yep. The worst one was Jerry because he split up by himself. Yeah. He went off on his own. Even worse. Even worse. <laughs> <laughs> and then the best one is why are you going in there? Yeah. It may not have a sign, but it's somebody else's house. Right. You don't go into unknown houses. No. You knocked, nobody answered, go away. That's kind of like a second warning. Yeah. And they didn't listen. <laughs> I agree. And technically, kind of like what I said, the trucker should have made sure he was dead. Yeah, I agree. Those were the rules broken in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Scream Award. How many times does Erica scream in a movie? Oh my God. I only screamed once, which was when Leatherface popped out and killed Franklin. Oh. I didn't remember that at all. Oh, that's right. You did. I was like, ah. So it was a one out of five. Yeah. I think that's... it's not that type. Yeah, it's not. It's impact. It's like... Scary in much different ways. It's shock more than yeah. screaming. What about and, you? Um, I didn't have any, me personally, but I did notice when Frank, the whole Franklin scene, you were like, ah! So <laughs> that was about it for you. And that's a wrap on Texas Chainsaw. That was fun. It was. I like it. Me too. It was a good movie. It was. All right. Where you can watch this movie. We rented it on Amazon, but you can also rent it on Apple TV, Vudu, and YouTube. And with a paid subscription, you can also watch it on Shutter. And we know this because if you download the Just Watch app, you can type in any movie, doesn't have to be just horror, and you'll find out where to watch it. We are not sponsored, but this app has saved us so much time looking for a movie on 50,000 streaming services. This makes it streamlined for you. It's so easy. So good. We highly recommend it. Thank you for joining us today at Horror Cafe. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram under Horror Cafe Podcast. Please subscribe, follow, rate, and comment. Also, please rate us on Apple Podcasts. It'll really help us out. And we have a website, 
you can visit us at horrorcafepodcast.com. Hit us up on the contact page and send us a message. We really love getting messages from you guys. We really do. We'd like to give a huge thank you for Rabbit and Red Radio for making us a part of their podcast family. So we're a pod fam. Yay. <laughs> you can find us on their platforms at rabbitandredradio.com and iTunes. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And until next time, bye everyone. Bye everyone. Bye everyone.